This is the Morning Sports Desk for Friday, October 27th. Corey, before we do an AD check around first, why don't you recap some high school volleyball last night? Uh, yeah, indeed. I had six double-A playoff volleyball last evening. I was uh, at the Staples Motley Cardinals, as a matter of fact, and the Cardinals came away three sets to none winners over the Pillager Huskies. It was um, it was fun to be in that gym last night for a lot of different reasons. Um one, and most notably because, well, there was playoff volleyball happening. Uh, secondly, because that Staples, Motley, and Pillager rivalry is a good one. And thirdly, because Staples, Motley, and Pillager football will play each other on Saturday. Now, I went into that uh, matchup expecting that gym to be um, rowdy, to say the, uh, to say the very least. And I'll be honest with you, I don't know this for certain. There's no reason for me to ask around like this. But it certainly seemed like both of those student sections got themselves a uh, a little bit of a stern talking to before uh, before the match. It was it was pretty darn civil in that gym last night amongst the student sections, um, which was good because it was definitely going to be a wild one as uh, as the Cardinals and Huskies get ready to play on on the uh on foot in football on Saturday as far as the volleyball match went though it was pretty much all cardinals from the outset they got a nice volleyball team in that uh, section 6 AA tournament uh, they'll travel now after the victory to Melrose area on Tuesday for a, a Halloween night game uh with the Dutchman so uh, that was my volleyball matchup last night. Of course, we have more volleyball tonight and more football tomorrow on our schedule, and we will preview that very soon, but something special here, as always, on a Friday morning. Yeah, on a Friday, Corey, it is time that we do our activities director check around where we go across our listening area and talk with some of the activities directors and what's going on at their school. This week, we are talking with Pine River Bacchus activities director Tim Tungseth. He joins us live on the morning sports desk this morning. Hey, Tim, thanks for waking up with us. How's it going? Good. How are you guys? Doing pretty darn good. So let's get this thing started off here. Pine River Bacchus football, the season has come to a close, but uh, what can you tell us about this season for Tiger football? Um, this year it was a, a little bit of a building year. With uh, We had a new uh, head coach, Nate Fisher, who did a great job. Um, last year we we had had a back-to-back -back run of two really successful seasons with a, uh, you know, a very uh, senior-heavy team. Um, this year, we uh, had a lot of uh, young guys coming into the mix, too, and um, just, uh, it was a growing season, and, you know, we had some definite ups, and I, I saw the team progress as the season went on, and, um, you know, looking forward to having a good off season and, you know, seeing our uh, team uh, have a have a good uh, good season next year, hopefully. So we'll transition over to the volleyball team now, Tim. Uh, they get the one seed in uh, in their subsection of Section 5A, a matchup against East Central on tap here tonight. First of all, before we look at that matchup, just another good year for Pine River Bacchus Volleyball. You churn them out every year. Yep. No, it's been an uh, outstanding program for us at PRB. 
um, you know, coming off last year, uh, making a state tournament appearance with the Class A, and then uh, it's exciting to uh, get the number one seed in the East, and we're looking forward to getting the playoffs started tonight at home against East Central at 7 o'clock. And uh, is uh, is there a a matchup report or a scouting report, or is it just as simple as taking care of your own business on you know keeping things straight on your side of the net tonight? Um, yeah, I think it's one of those things where you can't overlook any opponent, but um, you know you want to just uh, try and um, play play to the best of your ability, and hopefully uh, by doing that, things will take care of itself and. Uh, hopefully we'll be able to advance and we'll be hosting, hopefully be able to host another game next Tuesday at 7. Let's shift things over a little bit here to cross country. Talk a little bit about Pine River Backus cross country this fall and what they've been able to accomplish. Um, we had uh, pretty good participation numbers out for our cross country team. Our head coaches, uh, we have Carl Ludeman, who was in his second year as head coach, and he was assisted by Sydney Lodge. Um, had a younger team that we just saw improve throughout the season. Um, they had their section cross country meet yesterday, uh, for section seven, a that was held up in, uh, at Eagle Ridge golf course up in, um, up in, uh, Colerain and, uh, the, it was a difficult course and, uh, while we didn't have anyone advanced to the state meet, uh, we did see a lot of personal bests uh, yesterday. Um, uh, every one of our boys cross-country runners set their personal best for uh, for their career yesterday, and I, I think they, uh, they did a lot to really just build on for the future as um, we only have one senior for our cross-country team, and uh, hopefully uh, everyone comes out again next year and we can we can really continue to build on the foundation that was laid this year. Tim, before we let you get out of here this morning, what else is happening around Pine River Bacchus this fall? I know obviously we're getting close to end of quarter number one, but what's happening in Pine River Bacchus country that everyone needs to know? Well, some of the exciting things, uh, we were uh, really excited to bring back our uh, cheerleading program for the fall. Uh, They started out last winter uh, but this was the first year in many, many years that we had cheerleading for uh, fall football, which cool. was which was a great thing. Um, other things uh, we we've had our robotics team has been uh, busy uh, working in the fall as well, and uh, they are actually competing today up at uh, today and tomorrow up at their fall robotics championships, which is going to be held up in. Uh, in Babbitt, Minnesota, so they got a wow. got a little bit of a drive <laughs> up there today. And um, other than that, uh, you know, our fine arts, uh, our fall musicals, been working and and gearing up for their performance, which comes up in the uh, in the in the middle of November. So there's a lot of exciting things going on. We have a, a lot of great uh, coaches and advisors that are working really hard and a real group real good group of student uh, participants in our activities as well. 
We're talking with Pine River Bacchus Activities Director Tim Tungseth. He's joining us live on the morning sports desk this morning to give us a recap on all that's been going on uh, over in the Tigers uh, this fall. Hey, Tim, thanks for joining us this morning. Great to get to talk with you. Uh, congrats to all the uh, Pine River Bacchus fall sports teams, and we look forward to uh, catching up with you sometime later in the school year, okay? Sounds great. Appreciate it, guys. Take care. Once again, that's Pine River Bacchus Activities Director Tim Tungset joining us on the morning sports desk today. Uh, Corey, we start to transition here, and you got some high school volleyball in the Superstation tonight. Yeah, we mentioned, uh, and and uh, uh, Tim mentioned, out of Section 5A, Pine River Bacchus, we have a different 5A volleyball matchup on the air tonight as the Sabika Trojans host the Bertha Hewitt Bears. Uh, the Trojans, the home team in tonight's contest, they're 15-12 and 12 over Overall, they finished at five and two in Park Region Conference play. Uh, they were three and four in Section Five A play. Uh, coming into tonight's contest, they're four and three on their home floor and are winners of two straight, but four of their excuse me five of their last six, uh, including a three-one victory over Bertha Hewitt. Uh, uh, in that mix, the Bertha Hewitt Bears are 13 and 14 overall. Uh, they finished at three and four in Park Region Conference play, but five and four in section play during the regular season. They were 500 on the road this year at four and four. The Bears come into tonight's matchup uh, having lost one straight, but being winners of three of their last four uh, in the uh, Upsala tournament to close out. The regular season. That matchup, Sabika versus Bertha Hewitt on 105.9 FM, the Superstation K106, the Superstation K106 app, and online at wadinaradio.com. We'll have a 645 pregame and a 7 o'clock first serve. Yeah, we also have high school volleyball right here on KWAD 101.7 and AM 920. It's going to be Wadena Deer Creek hosting the Dilworth Glendon Felton Rebels in a Section 8AA volleyball matchup. Corey, last time these two teams played, it went to five sets. It was one of the first games of the season. Yep. Uh, Wadena Deer Creek won the final two sets to come back and take that ball game at the WDC Middle High School gym. I'm expecting it to be uh, just as good of a matchup tonight. DGF overall in the season is 13 and 14. They're five and seven in Section 8 AA play. They're three and three in the Heart of Lakes Conference play. Two and three on the road. Six and six in neutral site games. Five and five on their home floor. Coming into today's game. Uh, tonight's game, they are three and two in their last five games with uh, wins in the Moorhead tournament. They were down there as well as Wadena Deer Creek or up and over there, I should say. Where uh, they beat Ricori as well as Totino Grace, losing to Osseo and Spring Lake Park, and uh, they beat Frazee three sets to none in their first round matchup on Wednesday night. For Wadena Deer Creek, they're 19 and nine on the season, five and zero in Section Eight AA play. 7-0 in the Park Region Conference where they were champions, 5-3 on the road, 7-5 in neutral site games, and 7-1 on their home floor. They have won seven in a row at the WDC gym. They got a three-set-to-nothing win over Crookston in their last matchup uh, to uh, open up the playoffs 
there. It should be another good game, and I'm looking forward to calling it. should be a fun atmosphere at WDC tonight. Yeah, and you have an early start on that one with that 6 o'clock start time, so... Mm-hmm. Um, uh, which is nice. I like those. I like those early starts. There's no reason not to do them. You know, right? Exactly. You know, get everything going a little bit. Build them. Build the suspense. I get it. You know, you want to give parents an extra hour to get off work and drive over and do all that stuff. But they're making it work regardless. It's so. Friday. We're skipping out of work early. It's a no big deal. <laughs> exactly. You know, doesn't everybody just leave work at like 10 a.m. on a Friday? I would love to. <laughs> um, we have a double header of six double A football on the calendar tomorrow. On KWAD, it is Wadena Deer Creek at Osakis. And on the fan, Staples Motley at Pillager. Both games have a 140 pregame and a 2 o'clock kickoff. So um, that kind of wraps up the first week of this fall sports playoff coverage from us. Uh huh. But there's a lot more going on very quickly, uh, CJ. Yeah. Um, state tennis continues today. The doubles team of Lauren Rutten and Ronnie Noska from Staples Motley won both of their matches yesterday. Wow. They play Blake this morning um, at 8 o'clock in that championship bracket If they uh, uh, and will play again. I believe it's around 11.30, win or lose. So good luck to that doubles team from Staples Motley. Also, uh, yesterday, a lot of um, section cross-country meets, right? Mm-hmm. Want to congratulate the Perham boys and girls, the Staples Motley boys and girls, the uh, Bertha Hewitt boys, the Wadena Deer Creek girls, and obviously all the area individuals as well who qualified for the state cross country meet. That is November fourth. We're not too far away from state cross country <laughs> no. either. So. It's a lot of stuff happening. Of course, the Vikings are at Green Bay on Sunday, 11 o'clock pregame noontime kickoff on the Superstation K106. We are jam-packed. Jam-packed. A ton of stuff, and it's going to continue into the next week, Corey, too. It sure is. It sure is. Plenty of stuff to talk about again. As Corey said, I have high school football uh, tomorrow on KWAD with a 140 pregame and a 2 o'clock kickoff. Osakis is 7-1 and one on the season. Wadena Deer Creek is 3-6. and six. These two teams did not play in the regular season. The last time these two teams played was in this exact same situation. Wadena Deer Creek traveling to Osakis in the Section 6A semi or uh, excuse me, 6AA semifinal game uh, from the Osakis football field. Osakis did win, but winner of this game gets to go to the Fargo Dome. A lot on the line, and it'll be really uh, a football game there uh, that you'll want to listen into tomorrow afternoon. Uh, other than that, again, yeah, as Corey said, congratulations to that uh, duo from Staples Motley, and hopefully they can keep that momentum rolling as well as a congratulations to all of our cross-country state turno- uh, state meet participants as they get ready to go. Staples Motley keeps that program strong with the boys and girls teams. Wadena Deer Creek girls stay strong and Bertha Hewitt stays strong as well. Teams that uh, were expected to be here at this point in the season and they get to that. So congratulations to all of those teams. This has been the morning sports desk for Friday, October 27th.